0: You've come to the right place if you're looking to create, launch, and scale a high value online training program. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co founder of Lifter LMS, the most powerful learning management system for WordPress. Stay to the end. I've got something special for you. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. I'm joined by a special guest, Neil Richmond. You can find them at neilrichmond.com. That's N-E-I-L-R-I-C-H-M-U-N-D.com.
1: Welcome to the show, Neil. Hey, thanks a lot. G'day and uh, glad to be here. Yeah, I know. You got to spell it out because uh, everybody gets it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and you have a quote, funny accent or whatever.
0: So I just yeah, want to yeah. make sure they're not smell- spelling it like Richmond, Virginia. It's yeah, Richmond, yeah. Is with Richmond a Australia. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Awesome. Well, it's a, it's an honor to interview you today. Um, I heard about you and I've seen you in our office hours uh, at Lifter LMS, you're building uh, sites for the education uh, niche, specifically in um, adult education. So could you just tell us like, and when I heard that, I'm like, oh, that's a cool way of using Lifter LMS. What is a HSE and and what is what is going on with uh, what do you what types of solutions are you providing from your agency?
1: Yeah, thanks so much, Chris. Appreciate the opportunity to jump in and, and share some things. Um, you know, we love sharing what we're doing and 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 our story and that sort of thing. Um, so r- essentially, there's this there's this space uh, in the education world between K to 12 and college, you know, higher ed. Uh, and it's adult education. And, and every state has an adult education department and programs all around the state uh, in, in the United States. And, and uh, uh, we're based in Indianapolis, and, and Indiana is a uh, national leader when it comes to adult education. So we've been plugged in on a lot of levels. But this space ac- accommodates basically three types of adult students, adult learners, uh, those that need to learn English, those that need their high school equivalency or GED, as some of you may know it. And then some of the states have added to that now with uh, career training opportunities. They're looking at careers that really need more people right now and providing uh, the states are providing funding for adult education to provide the training uh, to, to improve their lives by offering them uh, job opportunities. Like, like you know, welders are needed. So welding programs, uh, HVAC, um, dental assistance, medical assistance, um, you know, uh, emergency, uh, you know, what is that, EMS um, people, do, you know, all sorts of group like learning QuickBooks. Um, learning, uh, you know, some of the computer skills for for networking, computer repair, and all that sort of thing. So those are uh, the audience that that we're focusing uh, our products and and Lyft LMS on. My wife was a long time teacher in adult education, so I've sort of been on the uh, outskirts looking in. And uh, traditionally, what I've found, uh, adult education. Uh, not marketing minded, not web minded, not any of that. They are, have been so un online um, for so many years, and so uh, I came to the program where my wife was uh, uh, in Indianapolis and presented some basic things like, "Hey, you need to you need to be on uh, you know Google My Business. You need a website that actually like generates more opportunities." for students to come into your program and stuff like that. Now, initially they were like deer in the headlights, like, ah, <laughs> what? No, that's scary. And, and they said, thank you very much, but uh, no, we're not interested. Then they finally came back around a little bit later and they said, you know what, we do need to work on a few things. And uh, we've helped that program um, grow to be the largest in Indiana and probably one of the bigger ones in the country, um, leading in a lot of areas right now. Uh, we always have students on wait lists. We always have uh, people who are uh, wanting to learn about what's going on um, with their program, and you know, I even snuck in a really, a really good one, uh, Chris. I, uh, I happened to find uh, adulted.info as being available online. Okay, I bought that for them, and so that is their website, adulted.info, and everybody's jealous of that because it is uh, so obvious. Obviously, we'd love the .com, but I don't know where that goes. Yeah. Uh, but the, but that's been embedded now, and people know it, and they go to it uh, with all of that. So that's sort of how this all started, um, and and what we've been doing for a number of years. But when the pandemic hit last year, it hit education hard, and K to twelve had solutions, higher ed had solutions, but adult ed didn't. And part of the difference is they don't ha- they don't do grades. They need to measure how, how uh, progress and time that students are in the program. And so they tr- they've tried in the past to fit into other types of solutions, uh, but they just, they just didn't work. The most common thing that people were using in the programs was like a Google form uh, to gather information from people. So hearing the conversations my wife was having, she was a supervisor for the high school equivalency program. I was sitting in the background, you know, trying to work on other things, hearing these conversations, frustrations and all that sort of thing. And I said, you know what? I, I can build something that I think will solve this problem. And the problem was primarily how do we, in a, in a now remote education world, how do we engage our students and how do we continue learning? And probably more importantly, how do we continue to sign up new students? into our program without being able to see them face-to-face now. And so if you imagine <clears throat> something that, that I think people, most people get, that the old enrollment model was you you showed up at the school. There was a room, a huge room, with like a dozen tables at it, and, and each table was a step that you had to complete. So you go to table one, they'd give you information, they'd give you their spiel and that sort of thing. And then you'd have to turn in some documents to them, and, and they would probably give you something uh, in return. And then you go to table number two. And then when you got to the end, you turn in your finalized document with all the signatures indicating you'd completed all the steps. Well, I took that model and turned it virtual uh, with Lifter LMS behind it. So
0: yeah, that's, how, that's how did you choose Lifter? Like, what was your process of, you had the light bulb moment. You'd yeah. been in WordPress for a while, but what yeah. what drew you towards Lifter LMS?
1: I was looking at options um, and, I, and I was uh, part of a group. Uh, you know, we can say thanks to Troy Dean and Mavericks Club and, and uh, all, the, all the guys in there for, for wisdom. Because I, I just, I popped into the group and I, I posed what I was sort of considering i I tried a couple others before. I don't know if we want to name. We won't name any names.
0: I don't mind if you do or if whatever I,
1: I look uh, the um eLearn commerce uh, that was one that I was using for quite a while. yeah um, had some ingredients that were missing that I really needed. I'd used Learn Dash with a client project the previous year and and that was good, but it had some ingredients that were missing. So I went to the to the the group, these you know um cohorts of mine that were sort of dealing with some of the same things. And I said, what do you got guys? What Any suggestions on how to attack this? And um, uh, one of them, Mitch Britt from uh, up in Washington state came back and he said, Neil, you got to try Lyft. lifter. You got to go listen to, to watch some of Chris's videos and what he's talking about and that, but what I'm hearing from you uh, lift is the answer for that. And, and so I did, I started digging in deep. I, I, I watched them, ton of stuff i I, I looked at things uh and uh and then just launched in uh with uh every tool you had (laughs) so that i could start putting them together we were huge fans and and still are of gravity forms i mean we, we any site we build can have anywhere up to like 50 gravity forms in it wow when i could when i saw that we could connect lifter and gravity forms and do cool stuff with that i was like okay this is this is something that that I've got to uh, spend more time um, digging up with. So so right now lifter is at the heart of what we do now you know we've we've rebranded it uh, because we've got a bigger product around it. We call it connectable uh, mm-hmm. because we felt like that was just something that that resonated with our audience. But we have a stack that has lifter at the core and then around that we have gravity forms. Uh, we use gravity view. Uh, to deliver reporting um, on a front end reporting uh, why, by delivering that. Um, we use, um, boy, I, I'm just, my brain's going like 100 miles an hour right now of all the little pieces that we've pulled together. But, but at, at its heart is an, a user experience that is clean. Every time we pull it up and show people, they love the way we can get it to be a clean experience because most of them have used the product that had just a bunch of other stuff going on and distracting to users. Uh, I love the fact that we could hide all the courses away, and only allow a student to see the course they have uh, signed up for or have been assigned by a teacher. That yeah. just that that is brilliant, and and people love that uh, piece of it. I love the fact. And what our users absolutely love is the fact that we can 100% come up, customize a website for them, for their branding, and it's not everybody else. It's just them, and it's very unique to the what they want. So we take the course approach, and we turn that room full of tables into a course so that they can enroll into the program. First step, they get a video with a program overview. Um, and a brief little questionnaire so we can identify them. Next step they have to upload their photo ID as part yep. of the program. So they take a picture of it. we we're also helping many of these students with digital literacy. They don't often have the these skill sets and so we train them on how to take a picture with your phone or, On you know, forwarding it to your computer so you can upload that picture into the system, something they'll have to use often. Um, We train them on how to complete a form and submit that and be requiring of all the information. We use uh, translation. We use the Google Translation plugin as well on the site. We incorporate that because we have students from, in some cases, 70 different countries in some of our programs attending them and this is their first exposure to to some of these things, they struggle with the language component knowing what things mean. And I know Google Translate is not a perfect solution, but it allows them to um, convert some of the things that on a piece of paper you could never translate into a language that they can understand enough to go through and complete it. And as a result, we have hundreds of brand-new English learners going through our enrollment uh, for an ELL program uh, so they can make an appointment to come in. And everything is right there on a plate for the program, ready to go for the student. They've pre-qualified, they've gone through the process, they've gathered all the information they need, and they love it. That's awesome. I
0: love what you're saying about helping people with digital literacy. And my hat's off to you because... When you're helping somebody, as website builders, sometimes we forget how technical we've become and how much we've learned. So it's really important that a website for the end learner is, you know, people can flow through and they may be more technology challenged than you, the website builder. So that's a a huge success that you're able to keep that um, kind of beginner's mind as you design things and appreciate the clean and
1: all that stuff. The biggest headache we have is uh, resetting passwords. Mm-hmm. That's the number one item on the list. And I'm still on studying on that one to yeah. it, make it easier for everybody because um, that is a challenge. Some of our students come and they do not have an email address. And that's, yeah, that's so another good. one. There's yeah. so much online. Um, but we we have chat on the site um, that is manned by uh, staff members at the program so that, that they can answer questions. Um, we have a, a gravity form for help that is uh, available on both the, the logged out and the logged in user side of things um, so that whatever happens, students have a way to reach out and and get the help they need so that they can keep progressing um, with all of that. But that has that was a side thing. We didn't plan that, but we discovered along the way, we are actually, the content we're building is teaching students how to be successful in an online world today. And that's a side piece of what has come out of this that's
0: awesome and who when you say they or them like building the um for your client or who is that this type of person they're they're uh like the adult learning like who is your client who pays the check
1: our our client our adult ed programs um that are um, often associated with finding with either a college yeah or with a um k-12 school system
0: and is there a particular, like, role in that adult ed program of type of person that you work with? Like, uh, um, like, yeah. is it,
1: who is it? There's three, three yeah. well, two main roles that we deal with. The director, typically, that's okay. where the conversational starts because they're the one that authorize the check, and that's important for us to keep moving forward. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then the supervisors of the various areas. So in most cases, there are typically three and that's uh, like a HSE supervisor, an ELL uh, or an ESL supervisor, and a um, career training uh, program supervisor. Those are the ones that that we work with hand in hand to understand their approach to things. And what, what I tell them is just give me all your papers that you normally like hand out and need filled in and all that sort of stuff. Let us take them, turn it digital, build We've just come to a point now where we sort of know this well enough let us just build something for you and then you could tell us if you like it or you don't like it we add uh, uh, we add WP feedback to the site when we're building nice. so that they can just really easily go in and click on a section and say you know this isn't right it needs to say this or this picture's not appropriate for our audience and you know blah 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 and it makes it really easy they love that feature as well that's awesome.
0: And uh, creator of WP Feedback has been on this podcast, Vito. He's a great guy. Yeah, yeah, Go yeah. listen to that episode. Um, are there any other tools or tech that you end up using on a regular basis, like maybe around hosting or CRM or themes or page builders, any other kind of WordPress yeah.
1: tools just so we know what's in the stack? Yeah, we, we're we elemental. Yeah. So, uh, WP Astra is uh, always at the core of uh, our sites. So yeah. I, I've been, I've been doing WordPress websites since 2010. I built my first one because a client said, I need a website. Can you help me?" And I said, mm, I reckon I could work that out. WordPress yeah. was so different in 2009-10 that time than it is today. Um, and uh, I always thought you've got to make everything look different. yeah with this with this model essentially every site is has the same blueprint attached to it it just has some cosmetic differences and you know what it nobody cares and it makes our life a million times easier so we use Astra on everything we use elementor um we use um groundhog uh on the back end um and uh you know Send some things in to Adrian and his team helping, you know, to sort of work out how we get all that to to play well with this. Uh, we implement text messaging, um, used you know through Lifter and through Groundhog for different purposes, um, because sometimes somebody will log in and we got to send them some reminders to sort of get back to the get back to the ship and keep sailing uh, rather than rather than getting lost at sea somewhere. Um so that's an important piece of the the tech stack that we incorporate and like I said gravity forms and like just about every plugin so like the gravity pdf is huge for us because yeah. we turn those form submissions into beautiful pdfs that programs can print and put in student folders yeah they're still doing some of this stuff old school um i
0: call it clicks and bricks i mean sometimes digital transformation isn't always like an all or nothing
1: thing they work together you know they most of them had to sort of been like pulled into the you know the current century so they' with it and that sort of thing but but um that's worked out real well on uh, all of that um uh, we do send WP for notifications um trying to think of something I, I simply the the um calendar plugin- uh simply schedule Is that yeah. yeah yeah so I'm starting to work with that, so students can make their own appointments and manage their own appointment schedules. So they're not not having to, you know, email in or text in and go, "Hey, I need to change my appointment." You've got it all in your own hands. Go change it, get notifications through it, and all that. So I'm I'm in I'm been testing that here recently, um, and I'm constantly my programs are constantly like sharing wish lists with me about how can we do this. And it stretches me sometimes for sure. I love the challenge of it, though. I love that point. That's one of the things that um, we
0: see in our most successful users is there. Um, I like to say the launch of the website is the starting line, not the finish line. And you got to keep iterating. And these are com- they can be complex platforms. I mean, if you think if you think about a website that its only job is to market a main street business. And then something like what we're talking about here, these are apples and oranges. Like this, Absolutely. this is an entire online
1: school education portal business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this the... this is something that we've developed for our clients so this is sort of like the playbook of like all the steps and stages and things we'll be doing that we provide them when our first meeting we we add in the dates and times and all that sort of thing
0: could you give but, us a high level overview of that especially yeah, for the yeah. uh for the listener who we are we this is on youtube as well but if you're just yeah. listening what's what's in it
1: what's in it well uh, um let me say this first of all here's what happens you pitch a complicated process to clients who are not in that space, and the deer in the headlights look comes faster than than you can get your words out. Yeah, so we have a very short cut approach that we present to our clients about how we go from where we are today, exploring this opportunity, to getting your first students in, and and so we build. Um, I use Managed WP. I have a clone of like the quote perfect setup. So that's like a templated website. That's yeah, it's like, got everything yeah, in it. Yeah. Set and ready. Mm. Um, I, I update that regularly so it's you know easy to deploy. Client says yes. We go over onto our staging site, we we deploy that clone into it. So we have a lot of stuff already to go. We've got about I think six to eight things we go in and change, logo colors and a few other little things so it looks unique to them. Um, And then we create the very first course for them. We add it in because of the great feature that Lifter has of being able to export from one site and being able to import into another. We use that as a sales feature um, because what we say is if there are other great things that other programs who are on our platform are doing, uh, and they're okay with it. We can export that, and we can import it in and add it to your program. So you've got it, and they love that.
0: Is that yeah. the? Um, is this the digital literacy course that you made, or what is? Well, it? that
1: that we're developing still because that came up very recently as a request that they want to do that. We are the digital literacy is actually inherent in what we're doing. Yeah. We're not making a separate one, but we had a program ask us if they would, if we would build a digital literacy to help students learn how to use the platform, but also learn how to use Zoom and, you know, open an email account and, and all the things that are needed there, et cetera, et cetera. So that's actually on the drawing board. Um, The course that we build is typically for the HSE. Okay. Most programs that is almost identical. Um, we have that all mapped out and ready to go. We can pull it, import it. My wife, she becomes the 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 uh, video uh, staff member for all these programs. Even though we're not a part of the program, she records the videos because we discovered real quickly. You tell a client, "Hey, we've got to have these like seven videos recorded, and you got to do this and you got to do that." The very first thing they come back with is, "How do you record a video?" Yeah. So we were like, okay, this is holding us up from delivering quickly for our clients. So we're just going to record them. So my wife stayed up like all night one night and recorded these videos for one of our clients. They said, we love them. We don't need anything else. And So so you
0: remove some friction
1: right there. We removed friction by that. So we just record nearly everything, Mm -hmm. and they basically have about three or four things they have to provide, and then – we can send we can build it, send it to them. they can log in and they can go, oh my goodness, we're almost there uh, And that is a huge step uh, in all that. So that that's how we like get the project moving fast so they can start getting students in because what we've worked out and and some of you who are in this space, wherever you're doing in the WordPress world, you will know that there is nothing like a client responding after the site's gone live and if it's e-commerce the first sale comes through or if it's uh, lead generation focused and the first lead comes through they're like you know kids at christmas Uh, yeah they are so excited about that adult ed programs are so excited when they wake up in the morning and there are students who have found their site gone in signed up for their program, made an appointment and it's all sitting there in their lap, ready to go. That's when the rubber meets the road. And so we worked out the fastest way we can get them to that, the better. Um, we have one program that as crazy as it sounds, a 20 minute phone call and demo. They not only committed to the top package that we offer, but they committed for five years because wow. they're like, this is so amazing. We have been looking for something like this. It, Hits everything we need. We're in. Let's go. Don't you don't need to keep talking. Uh, which was like a you know that was a that was a big moment for us uh, with that. So anyway, back to this. The implementation guide here. So we have a project kickoff. off. Um, we do a meeting with them uh, where we just talk through the big picture, uh, what the schedule will look like, and what the um, process is next, and we map the dates out for all the deliverables uh, on our on our implementation guide here. Then we do our portal planning session, where we actually go in and talk through the first uh, uh, portal that we will build, first enrollment steps, and what we'll need from them. And usually by then, we've already given them examples, so they have a really good idea of what they'll need. But most importantly, what we do there is we identify in the program who the key person is. And here's a tip that I learned from, uh, Chris Martinez from Dude. Um, they are also a vendor of ours. We work with Dude to, to deliver the other side of our business, which is business and uh, nonprofit websites. And Chris Martinez's uh, team does something with us that we love that we have turned around and used, and that is we set a weekly meeting. We require a meeting every week with the project coordinator, our contact person, to talk even if it's for three minutes about what's happening, what's next, any questions or problems for us, and if we have anything we need from them. And that's the agenda. Quick, it's on the calendar. And for at least two months, that meeting happens every week. And if it doesn't, I trace chase them down until we have a conversation because that's the difference between success and I won't say a failure but like mystery about what's happening on the other side of the fence. So we're working really hard at that. Then we launch that portal. We start getting students in there. We then start working with the staff, training them, um, and then offering support to them. We, we uh, support, right now we support about 50 um, WordPress clients uh, through our care plans. I have a dedicated um, customer support person, so we introduce them uh, to Mara and uh, what the process is, when you need changes or additions and that, um, how you, you do all that. And then we come back around and we build out the remaining programs that they need built out for enrollment in their thing. But that way we're able to quickly show some wins, get some stuff going, get students coming in. And the other key that we found and, and for some of you developing out there for clients, this this really does come important. People resist change. And in education, they resist change more than I've seen in most areas. So you have to remove a lot of friction. Oh, my goodness. So what we tell the program is don't go telling all your teachers that we've got a whole new world coming. They're going to have to learn about and adapt to and all of that because that just freaks everybody out. So what we do is say, let's just keep it a secret. (laughs) Let's build this out. Let's get the first students coming in. And when the teachers look and go, why in the world do we all of a sudden have an influx of students coming in? You can start to tell them about the exciting new world that we have uh, awaiting them, and they'll jump in. And we just did that this last week. We went to uh, one of our clients up in Fort Wayne in in um, north uh, eastern Indiana, and um, hung out with them. We've only worked with primarily two people in the program for this whole launch. Um, three people actually in this program. And the teachers knew that there was something going on, but they weren't quite sure. And so when I revealed it all to them, they were already bought in because the students are coming in. And now they were seeing what was behind the the curtain, so to speak, and what was the possibilities for it. And they were excited. Um, And that just moves everything forward even more. So that's how we launched our, our projects with our clients.
0: This is what I dreamed of for this podcast. You basically got a decade of experience condensed into some changes you can make in a day. So like, I would definitely, if you're a WordPress professional, re-listen to what we've said so far because there's just so many um, uh, good nuggets and hard-won, hard-won lessons learned and improvements and change that you've done over the years to remove friction. That's amazing. What, what advice do you have around packaging like uh, what you offer? Like in terms of like you said, you have care plans, which introduces recurring revenue and ongoing work. Yeah. Any just packaging advice or like setup fees or spread out payments, like half upfront, half on completion, yeah. or how do you package your your offer? We've played
1: with this a lot. Yeah, I, I my preferred model, and it's scary, but I've had so few people uh, um, give me issues on it is to break a project up into monthly payments and make it recurring revenue for us
0: forever you know, or for like 12 months or three months or typically
1: for 12 months yeah. so so we bundle project plus care plan for the first two 12 months and then uh create a uh, a monthly payment plan for that
0: so instead of the sticker shock of this big one time
1: payment, it's mm-hmm. it's not as it's easier for some there you yeah. go, removing friction again. <laughs> removing friction right there. Yeah. Um and that's been popular. That's certainly helped. We we have gone from zero to about twelve thousand a month in recurring revenue in 18 months. Um mm-hmm. using that model, as well as introducing care plans. We were doing this work for clients and not charging. Yeah. And Troy Dean said. You're an idiot, <laughs> <Start> charging, <laughs> actually, right? And, and so we were like, okay, so we introduced it to clients. Uh, most of them were great. Uh, very few of them were like, nope, not doing it, going to go away somewhere else because they didn't have somewhere else to go. So uh, they just did it. And, and, you know, so we've grown that much in care plans in general. And so what we found for our adult ed clients, though, is most of them do not want to pay monthly. That's just not their business model. Some of them don't even use credit cards. Right. Yeah, um, paper so, check or whatever. Yeah, right? pay by check. So we, for, for our connectable product with Lifter at the heart of it, we offer three three models. Um, and they are based on how much we are building, how many courses we are building for them in advance. Um we typically build a front-end website for them as well because they don't have that, and that's the lead generation um, part of it uh, or you know, wait lists for programs part of it. And so the size of that website is a factor uh, with all of that. And then our support time, our our consulting as experts coming in and helping the program to build this out and, and uh, uh, all of those elements. So we have three packages, and those are priced with like a build one-time fee. Then we have, depending on the size of the package, a care plan for monthly support. And then on top of that, if they want extra courses built than what's in there, um, there's a course price set in advance so they know what that looks like, and that is cheaper for the bigger packages than it is for the little packages. Um, and then we have a you know a monthly support, which is uh, more expensive for the bigger package because we we have much more to service for them. And that's based on hours, plus the the standard WordPress uh, support type services. We host all of our clients, uh, so that's included. That's one thing that I know is debatable out there in the world. I don't wanna mess with hosting versus I do. I've got such a great hosting company uh, here locally that that caters to marketing agencies. uh, So they know this world really well. And it takes very little of my time to manage any of that. So I'm, I'm very happy to do that. And it adds value to our clients. And then the last piece that we offer on that packaging-wise is an optional service that is uh, what we'll call marketing or outreach services. We've also worked out for adult ed programs how to find students. And wow, so you're an end-to-end solution. We like, we can help them with so much. And here's the thing, Chris. We are, like, very shy about promoting this right now because we've gotten it sort of dialed in, um, but we don't have all of our back-end systems in place to scale this. And almost every adult ed program in the country is struggling right now to get students. Uh, so hopefully too many of them don't listen to this because we, we can't afford to be in you know, inundated with new opportunities right now. We're taking a piece at a time and building them out and working some things out and creating our processes. But by the middle of the year, we're you know, we are sponsors and, and, and doing talks and presentations and all sorts of stuff to national conferences and local regional conferences and all of that. So the word's getting out uh, on that. But that marketing services is the other piece that they wanted And we've got some really great solutions about how to find students and then the system behind it that all starts with sending them to a page on the website. We even have to get programs used to not taking new students over the phone or walk-ins or anything where we teach them, you guys have to send everybody to your starting page and get the students to start there, and we use Gravity Forms when they choose the program, we send them to a landing page after submission that introduces them to the portal and how that portal works and, and everything they'll need to know. And then there's a button there for them to go to the sign-up page. They sign up, they log in, they start walking through it. And now we've got a, a whole solution that nobody needs to hold hands on um, from beginning to end, including bringing students to the program. That's a lot. That takes a lot more hands-on work. So it's a little too expensive for some programs, especially smaller ones, but where we can, you know, we offer some training on that for them as well so they can learn how to do it. So anyway, those are some of the things that we're, we're sort of pulling together on all that. That's amazing. I mean, a couple of big things I heard in there.
0: One is you've obviously got like a very clear customer that you're serving and you're, you're, you have a, I'm a problem solver focus. It's not like I love. I know you. I'm sure you love WordPress and the tech and stuff. But it's all about removing friction for this type of <laughs> adult education thing. Absolutely. And yeah. in fact,
1: we did a call with uh, you know, and not well,
0: overwhelming them, like like no, like being not giving them too much or getting too technical, no, and like no. getting the the mic drop moment.
1: It's called or the time to wow. Yeah. Like it's yeah. awesome. Just just sort of bring that. In. We did a call with one of our clients yesterday. One of our, our larger clients that that um, uses this. And they happen to have a couple people on the team who are very creative thinkers. They're always thinking ahead about yep. what's next, what's next, what's next. A lot of programs don't have that, and that's fine. Uh, we we will introduce that into the conversation as time goes on. But they they were like, okay, we've been thinking about some of this, and we've got some changes for next school year. Can we run those by you and that sort of thing? And I'm like, absolutely. We love that creative thinking. We love being able to to look at what you're dealing with in reality and turn around to the product and go, okay, how do we make this work better for you? And in this case, for one audience in particular, the, the ELL students. Um, what does that stand English, for, ELL? Uh, English Language Learner. Same okay. as ESL. Okay. But that's the new phrase. All right. Uh, English Language Learner. So we love that sort of challenge uh, with all of that my biggest challenge is um, we've grown so much in the last year we grew 170% last in 2020 over over 2019 and that that is like a huge step for us and so now getting all the people in place so i'm still wearing too many hats but i want to be the visionary of our of our company that hears these problems and and things like that and goes back to the to the lab uh and sort of comes up with some new things bringing uh some of these exciting products that are out there to play together uh and and coming back and saying here you go here's here's how we solve this going forward sometimes i have to say no but most of the time i can say well i've learned to say let me see what i can do before anything else but often i can come back and say yep i got it wow so much great advice in
0: there um you mentioned 170 percent growth that's that's amazing
1: um
0: you mentioned uh zero to 12k in monthly recurring revenues if i heard that right yep and then um is there any other just like number thing like uh so many students or how this school like give us a sense of some some numbers like how many teachers in in a platform that you're proud of or something like that yeah
1: um We actually, I actually just sent out yesterday. uh, Sort of, um, uh, I have a a page on our site that asks questions of people in the programs to get feedback for like things we should do better, but also for testimonials. And one of those was a question on data: what data do you have? So I'm, I'm still sort of filtering through some of that to see what, what we can say on that. I know we've served over 5,000 students since about mid last year yeah. uh, in, the, in, in the programs that we have. Um, one of them has gone from being a uh, career training program that was could only deal with people that came to their location to moving everything online and now being able to offer that around the country, um, especially in the uh, um, uh, CompTIA, um, you know, space, uh, QuickBooks, that sort of uh, area. Um, so that's been a big, huge shift for them. And so they're able to serve thousands of students now. Um, wow. but our, our biggest program, I was looking at, at one of the numbers, they've had like 2,600 students come through this school year. So that we've been starting in July through our platform um, that, let me see here, like 2,400 of those have have completed the registration process to wow. come into the school. Now, you know, they don't show up sometimes. Life changes and, and different things happen and that sort of stuff. Um, but I, I was just saw that number filter through. And we've been able to deliver that in a way to where it was hands-off until the student was ready, which I'm, I'm very proud of that model because sometimes we spend a lot of time with like leads coming in, trying to get them all ready to go, and all that. and I know these are free programs. there's there's a lot of about this that is a good deal for people, but mm-hmm. they still don't take care of it. They don't take advantage of it. Um, but having built a process now that delivers everything you need to know before you make a final decision and then go ahead and book that appointment as your next step in that final decision. Um, I think that's a good model uh, for for so many organisations to have in place. But more importantly, that no staff hours were spent in in managing that. Yes, building it on the front end, absolutely. But now yeah. in the managing of that, uh, we wait till they come through the end versus holding hands along the way and spending a bunch of time on that one program indicated to us, they a little worried about some of their staff members fearing for their jobs and all that. And I said, don't you have too much to do already? Right. Divert them into some other areas that, that you need, but you don't have time for. And let's take some of this off of the table.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a brilliant insight right there. Um, Could you speak, well, let me just say first that the e-learning industry is massive and there's all these niches. Like we're just talking about this uh, slice of the e-learning pie called adult education. And uh, in marketing and sales, sometimes it's called land and expand. Like you did one of these and then eventually you built a template. Can you tell us how you went from like one to many of these? Like, um, and, and did you do it, did you stay? within your state or your geographic area or like
1: how did you go from one to several or many or whatever? So we, we are primarily in our state. Um, We we definitely do um, uh, all, but one of our clients is in Indiana. uh, right. Again, because of connections and opportunities and different things like that, um, that's happened. The the one that we have is in Nevada, um, the Excel program in Carson city. And uh, they came to us because my wife did a presentation for, the, uh, for COAB, which is the nat- National Association for Adult Education. And in that presentation, she talked about what we were building, uh, what we had built for a program to uh, enroll students in that sort of thing in a more efficient way. And so they reached out because of that and uh, engaged us to build that platform for them. Um, and they are 100% remote. This school year now. They they were in person, they were remote, then they were in person for a while, but because they're connected to a college, college has gone remote for the semester, therefore they have to as well. And so they would have been in real trouble if they hadn't had this platform. It came by word of mouth. Um, people just talking and saying, How how are you enrolling so many students right now and all that sort of thing? And so they shared what what we're doing. So that was a big part of it. And then we sort of as we started to roll this out, we we began to see that it just needed to look very uniform and the same so that it was easy for us to deploy and, and not try to customize all these features, even though our clients get a customized product, what we build is pretty cookie cutter um, for almost all of it. And so when I realized that that's what it needed to look like, I, I spent the time to build just a, a, a clone site, like I said, uh, set that up. Um, we keep that updated. We add any new plugins that we feel like need to be into the stack, I, into that, um, and then we have that ready to deploy through WP very quickly uh, to a, a, a new uh, install. Um, and that's really important too because when a client says go, they usually actually needed this like last month (laughs) right so they are ready and so if we can get that first step delivered really quickly for them that makes a huge difference and the only way i can do that because i of my team i'm primarily uh, 90 percent of the labor that goes into these products is me right now still Mm -hmm. um i haven't replicated this out for our team as much they support the gravity form side of it a lot yeah Especially creating the PDFs for programs and all that, because that's something we've done for a while. But the actual building of it has mostly been on my shoulders, which is something that I'm committed to changing in this next uh, few months, um, because that's a bottleneck for us. Um, so, so, but it really was about about other programs hearing or us reaching out because of something we heard and talking to them. And so we are now we are now doing like I said we're doing presentations through regional and national conference um, that will introduce us to to a wider audience. Um, we're considering some sponsorship options to introduce us to a wider audience. We are um, I do a monthly tech talk for all Indiana adult ed where uh, they can put in questions about some of the things they're wondering about in their program and that sort of stuff, and I'm I'm giving advice and I write a blog post for them every month to put on their website and share out. Um, It's just things like that that we're doing um, that are starting to sort of get the ball rolling. We're actually going to use our platform and, and Lyfter to host a virtual conference for all the Indiana adult ed in April. Wow. We volunteered to do that I don't know what that looks like Chris <laughs> <laughs> i'm not 100 percent sure what what uh what what all I've got a lot of ideas and I, I got to get to my drawing board but but we said we can do that and we're going to make it happen and part of the reason was because they wanted after the fact to put recordings in and have a platform where they could track who completed who didn't um, you know, how much time they spent and all that sort of thing. And so we've uh, done that. One of the radical versions of this we've done is we uh, pulled in Grassblade, yeah. added that, and through LRS and a lot of customizations with their team, one of our clients has got a really slick setup for reporting uh, of student time on the side and what they've worked on and what they haven't and all that because they need that for funding. Um, they have to give that report for funding in order to get the funding that they need. And so it sort of took what we started with and then that that extra plug-in and then more development to build out this solution. I've been wondering whether Data Studio could plug into Lifter in some way or another to do some reporting for clients. Um, I've been looking at, and I, but we're using currently Gravity View uh, to provide some front-end reporting where they can very quickly see a student's name contact information and all the forms that they submitted and be able to just click on it to download and print um, rather than having to go through the the back end steps i'm trying to keep people away from the back end as much as i can but i have to open that door as well uh, for some of them and the other next thing that we're really working on is how do we get how do we get a lot of teachers in a program to build content using Lifter through the platform, but without exposing all the back-end WordPress stuff that will, A, confuse them, and, of course, obviously we can change user roles so they don't have access to, to things they shouldn't. But but I think primarily just to make the user experience to provide content for students to, to be um, connected with, uh, we're working with a video provider who is uh, who has built a platform that has a lot of the advantages of Google Meet, Zoom, and, and all of these. Um, but we're working with them to build it into the platform and offer it to a program as an all-in-one solution so we don't need the Zoom element uh, and so wow. forth. So, so we're working on other things around all of this to make it better. And that's
0: amazing. Neil, thank you for being a shining example of like uh, what I would consider a WordPress power user uh, solving really um, needed problems in the education space. This is so cool to hear the, the story. Um, my last question for you, if somebody's uh, a WordPress professional um, and they're wanting to do like some kind of e-learning niche uh, p- uh, service offering, kind of like what you have, um what what would you say to them on on why lifter is a good fit for that and uh and just some words of encouragement on like how to get going with that uh that, that like education niche service offering clear customer kind of stuff
1: Well you really need to partner with somebody who who understands that education world uh as a first step in all that If you don't, personally, I was a teacher for for nearly 20 years. Uh, So I understand the education world pretty well. I taught high school kids. uh, So some of this population is sort of in that same age group. Um, So that's number one in the whole process is is don't go in. and, And we've been told this over and over again. We love working with you guys because you understand the technology, but you also understand our world. And if you go in understanding the technology and don't understand their world, it's going to be a real uphill battle because they are resistant to so many things and you have to work out how to sort of maneuver it in so they can uh, get there. That's one thing. And then I say the next thing would be is just start with with a, a, a simple process that you can build for them. Um, I pulled in the demos that come when you install Lyft. I pulled those in, and I used those as models in, in some of the very first stuff I did because uh, I, you know I didn't have anything to create uh, and that sort of thing. Um, now we've got tons of stuff that we can show uh, as examples uh, for our clients. When you before you get to that point, um, just show capabilities, um, show how you can help uh, the program to to sort of take the next steps. Um, and focus all of the the language not on the tech uh, but on the benefits that they will derive from the tech that you would put together for them. That's really big. If you're pulling marketing materials together, don't don't get into any of the stuff. I actually went at one point and went to the page on the Lifter site that had all the, the features. Right. And uh, I copied everything out. I put it in a document, and I was starting to work on that. I gave it to my wife to review, and she's like, Oh my goodness! If you share this with any of them, we'll never. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. Um, what do we need to do? And so we've sort of taken it and we've boiled it down to to uh, three things. Our our product is about um, engage. Uh, it's about enroll and it's about educate. I love that. And that's what we're doing. The three E's: engage, enroll, and educate. And and then we build what happens uh, around that model and that's what makes a difference other part of the story is we don't even have a public facing website right now for 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 this side of our business that we want anybody to see and i've got people begging me for it right now so that's what i got to go build now chris um, well that's what happens when you find like a need that. and you you fulfill it i mean yeah uh, it's a good thing um yeah. but we now are getting asked for more and more resources. So we've got to go and spend some time building that out, showing people how it works so that they can refer that on to others and then they can plug into our world as well.
0: Well, my challenge to you would be to use Lister LMS to build uh, your own internal company training library so your team can, you can, it sounds like you're hitting
1: limits and you need people. Yeah, um, yeah. The, our processes, our, our like, uh, you know, what we call our our connectable business playbook is the big thing. Um, you know, we just had our Mavericks uh, conference, and out of that, we're always challenged to do three things over the next uh, 45 to 60 days that will move the business forward. And so one of those big ones is to have the public-facing marketing materials, A, and then B is that playbook. The playbook. Our internal uh, team to know what to do to get the job done.
0: That is awesome. Well, that's Neil Richmond. You can find him at neilrichmond.com. That's with a U in Richmond. Neil, thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate you sharing your story. And you dropped so much wisdom for the WordPress professional out there. Um, It's just, uh, you've added incredible value. So thank you so much for, for that and keep up the amazing
1: work. Yeah, thanks so much, Greg. Glad I could come and share and and happy to talk to people that got questions. Thanks so much. Awesome. And that's a wrap
0: for this episode of LMS Cast. Did you enjoy that episode? Tell your friends and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And I've got a gift for you over at lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Go to lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Keep learning, keep taking action, and I'll see you